huge fucking nerd. That's right, I'm a huge fucking nerd. I like lots of books and computers, cause I am a huge fucking nerd. One of a kind shades made to order by Vaporshades.com. Vaporshades designs the outer layer of the sunglasses just like a wrap on a car. They customize your sunglasses, marbling the paint. The end result is no two pair of sunglasses are alike. Yours will be completely unique to you. Check us out at Vaporshades.com. Use promo code TUTTLE for 15% off your entire order. Get ready for your daily dose of TUTTLE. Uh, the all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, TUTTLE. TUTTLE in Florida. From the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp, it's the TUTTLE Daily Podcast. No wonder nobody likes you, TUTTLE. Everything's a goddamn debate. Welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hope you guys are having a great day so far. Uh, It's been a good day for me so far. Uh, I've never been one of those people that have been a birthday guy. I mean, we're all birthday people when we're younger. I mean, we really, really are. But when you start getting older, it, it just becomes another day. Uh, I, I, I've talked about this before, and, and 30, 30 was the one that gave me the most problems. I mean, nothing really bad happened on my 30th birthday. It's just that number, it, it just kind of screwed with me a little bit. And, I, and I've explained this because, you know, when you're in your 20s, you're still connected to that decade That was your teenage years. And the teenage years, everybody loves their teenage years. I mean, for the most part, there are some people that had really, really shitty teenage years. But, I mean, we all look back on it. We're all very nostalgic when it comes to our teenage years. So, when you turn 20, it's not that bad because, hey, man, I'm only a couple of years from my teenage years. But when you get to 30... When you get to 30, you got a complete entire decade in between where you're at now to your teenage years. So, yeah, that, that was the only thing that bothered me about my 30s. And if it sounds like I'm driving, it is. I, I've kind of got it set up now where the the 2006 beat-up PT Cruiser has become a little bit of a mobile podcasting uh, situation but I am uh, I'm driving down Maytown Road. I talked about Maytown Road the other day. And I'm on my way to go pick up my friend, uh, who is a girl, that I've been hanging out with a lot. And she's going to come over to the Hobo Fish Camp to spend the day. Uh, and, and it's not that she couldn't drive over here. But the best way to get here is this desolate goddamn road, which is Maytown Road. By the way, it's during the day, and I have not run into a car yet on this road. There's no shoulders either here. If you run off this road, you are foobard, like, for real. And there's hardly any other cops, or any cops here. And I know, because I'll admit, I, I speed down this road all the time, which I know is really, really dangerous. And I know one day, I'm, I, there's going to be a cop out here patrolling this road. But for the most part, I've never, ever seen a cop on Maytown Road. And now that I'm talking about it, I'm sure that there's a cop or whatever out there that is going to be like, oh, I'm going to sit on Maytown Road and I'm going to catch Tuttle when he comes by. Cue, cue. No. 
Um, I know the the little cutoffs because there's like these little roads on the side where where cops can hide. Because that's the thing about Maytown Road. Like I said, there is no shoulder. It is woods everywhere. Not not just woods, swampland. Uh, if you you go off the road here and end up in the ditch, you are going to be underwater. And they must do. And if you any of you guys have any information, and any of you Volusia County boys, I would like to hear from you. Uh, do they do drag racing out here on Maytown Road? Because there is a one. All right, if you've been on Maytown Road, you're gonna know what I'm what I'm talking about. There there is this like really really sharp turn by this old beat up rundown shack that you would see up in the Appalachian Mountains or something. And when you get past that turn, they've got spray-painted lines across the road. And, and on one line, it says start, and the other one says finish. What leads me to believe that they are drag racing at night sometimes here on Maytown Road, which, man, if anybody has any problems, like if you get a tire blowed out, you blow a tire out, when it comes to drag racing and you run off the road, you're either going to be in a tree or you're going to drown in the ditch. And I've always wondered. See, because in, I'm driving down right now and all you see is burnout marks down this road. I'm, I'm going by right now. There is a burned out couch on the side of the road. Like there's just random debris all over the side of this road. But people do haul ass down it. So, like I said, today is my birthday. See, there, there's some more writing there. Today is my birthday. I, I turned 41. And a lot of people are like, oh, I'm getting older. I'm not, I'm not old. But I'm also not young either. I, I was reading a report. And they said the average age of when people start feeling old is 48. Now, I don't, I don't know why 48, but... These researchers are saying that uh, that 48 is the the number where you actually start feeling old. So, like I said, I'm not I'm not a big birthday guy. It's just another day for me, and that's why I just want to spend it with friends. Like like last year when I when when I I didn't have a birthday party. I just threw a get together where I cooked out for everybody, and and I told people it's like. I do not want anything from you. Just show up and hang out with me. That's that's all I want. I know that sounds kind of sad that I I know it sounds like I'm basically begging for people to hang out with me. Um uh Colton, uh my best friend Colton. I I got a couple of best friends, but right now the one that I see the most, the ones the one that has done so much for me, like is it okay to have more than one best friend? I, I think it is. Because Soul Brother Kevin is always going to be a lifelong friend of mine. No matter what happens. Because I, I, I've been talking to him a lot lately. And I got to tell you. It's like we have not seen each other in a really, really long time. And there's been times that I've been in Tampa that I would love to be able to go and see SBK. But I can't. You know, he had that that transplant. And when you have a transplant, 
they give you drugs to lower your immune system because your body is wanting to reject a, a foreign object. And that's what they see the transplant because, you know, kid, uh, Kevin had kidney failure. And, and Kevin, basically, SBK, has not been able to leave his house during this pandemic. And, and that's the thing that pisses me off the most about the people. It's like, oh, this pandemic is not that bad. It, you know, not a lot of people are dying. But when you say stuff like that, you're not thinking about the people that cannot afford to catch this pandemic and Kevin is one of them. So I've been talking to him a lot and I haven't been able to see him, but when me and me and SBK talk, it's like we have never ever left each other's side. That that's how good we rift with each other and and I I so badly want to do radio again with Soul Brother Kevin because we just get um you know, a lot of you people in Tampa probably aren't familiar with what all the things that me and SBK did during our radio careers when we were interns. We, we would get sent out every single day. Hey, get out on the street. Make something happen. Russ, Russ Rollins would give us ideas, but then for the most part, we would have to come up with ones as well. And we would always, without fail, make the best out of a bad situation i think i might have to stop up here because they're doing road construction on maytown let me see what's going on all right he's got a slow sign going on all right i gotta take a quick break let's get the show started right after this At the beginning of the show, I mentioned that today is my birthday now i was not born on the same year of this person but we all have those famous people that were born not on the same day same year but you share the same birth date and and i've known this for quite a while but i i forget about it all the time and i know a lot of people are going to be like well you know he's not a famous person he was evil but i share a birthday with Ted Bundy. Now, say what you want about Ted Bundy. Yes, he did some horrendous stuff, like he killed a lot of people, but you cannot deny that he is not a famous person, especially here in the state of Florida. And I've always wondered this. You know, Billy Corbin, the the documentarist, uh, he did the Miami Hurricanes, the U documentaries, the 30 for 30 special. He did Dogfight, Cocaine Cowboys. And one of the one of the best things that he says is that Florida is a shade. Wait, what, what does he say? A sunny place for shady people to hide. And if you ever notice a lot of these serial killers, they, they start off somewhere else and then some, for some reason, they end up in the state of Florida, and, and Ted Bundy did. And I was, I was thinking about this. So you, even though Ted Bundy did, he killed a lot of people. He's not a good person. But he's famous, very intelligent. That, that's the one thing you cannot deny about serial killers are that they are resourceful, smart, I mean, think think of what Bundy used to do. 
the guy would be wearing he he would have his arm in a sling wearing a cast to let women uh, guard down because they're like oh this guy he's her he's got a cast on he's in a sling what can he do and and i don't want you to think like i'm idolizing ted bundy or anything but he was a smart guy and the reason why a lot of these serial killers get caught it's not because of them not being intelligent it's because they have that god complex they have that ego that makes them think oh i'm never gonna get caught never gonna get caught and that's why they keep doing what they are doing but i would like to hear from you guys because i posted this on my facebook page and i got a lot of response from it real one of the most popular posts when it comes to engagement in a really, really long time on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Tuttle. But I ask people, who do you share a birthday with that's famous? Uh, I'd like to hear from you. You can email me, Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E at gmail.com. And if you if you don't feel like leaving a, an email, you can always give me a call and leave me a voicemail. Uh, I can't take phone calls right now, but I, I want to start playing as many voicemails as I can. And if you'd like to leave me a voicemail, it's all going to be anonymous. I'm not going to dox you. I'm not going to, like, search you out. I, I've told people, uh, if you hate me and you want to talk trash, you're going to be right to the top of the line. But you can give me a call, 407-270-3044. Once again, that is 407-270-3044. 3044. Gonna take a quick break. Gonna get into some topics. You are listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. DJ Nerd. I've only been arrested one time. A radio personality. Professionally, I'm not in the best position that I've ever been in. And hot talk satirizer. You would think with everything that's going on, a Caucasian like myself wouldn't be able to randomly talk to an African-American or a minority. You're listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Have you considered owning your own restaurant franchise? Good Life Organics currently offers territories across the United States. Check out GLO Franchising. That's GLO Franchising on Facebook to sign up for an overview session today. Good Life Organics Franchising, a new partner of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Tell them Tuttle sent you. Send them a message on Facebook at facebook.com slash GLO Franchising. Welcome back to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Make sure you check out my Reddit page. It's brand new. If you don't know what Reddit is, it's actually a forum where people can go and just discuss whatever they want to. And when my buddy Jason, Jason, the one that created Tuttle.net, he created uh, this Reddit page. And I wanted it to be a place where people can just post whatever they want to, news stories. If you see a news story or anything like that that is interesting... Post it on my Reddit page. Just search the Tuttle Daily Podcast. You can say whatever you want to. If you hate me, go on there, talk about it. I have a AMA page on the Reddit. You can ask me anything. That's what AMA stands for. Ask me anything. And I'll do the best of my abilities to be able to answer it. Now, 
I felt a little douchey when I did this earlier. And, you know, I see these people on Facebook. They, during their birthday, they do these fundraisers. Like, it's my birthday. Make sure you donate money. And I'm like, okay. So, yeah, maybe you are raising money for a good cause. But how much of that money actually goes to pay the the people that run it? That's why you got to be careful about these fundraiser pages. Like, for example, the, the American Cancer Society. You know, my mom, I've got friends that have had cancer. And they raise money all the time. But guess what? How much of that money really goes to cancer research to help people that have cancer? Uh, I'll give you an example. One, one of my friends, somebody that I just started hanging out with, she, she had cancer and she's not been able to get her port out. And, and I'm like, where's all this money from the American Cancer Society going to when, when you could be helping out people like my friend that doesn't have insurance, that is not able to get that port out, why, why is the American Cancer Society not helping that person? So, you know, as a little bit of a joke, you know what? I'm, I'm trying to do something right now. I'm trying to build this podcast. So technically, I'm kind of a little bit of a charity case. I mean, in real life, I am a charity case and I posted it on Facebook and I was like, hey, uh, you know, I'm raising money for a charity. And if you'd like to help out the Total Daily Podcast, you can do that by going to my PayPal account, paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. That's paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. And I knew that it was a little douchey. I don't like a lot of these radio hosts. I'm not calling out anybody. I know you guys like to start stuff. Uh, but radio has changed, so I, ca- I cannot look down on it. So that's why I was asking. If you, if if, if you want to do anything for my birthday, like I said, I'm not, a, I'm not a big birthday guy, but if you'd like to help me out, you can donate to my charity, paypal.me slash total on the radio. Now, I wanted to talk about this, so... I had one of my friends come over to hang out with uh, me on my birthday. And a lot of the snowbirds are coming down. And this one guy, he has been catching, like, crabs. Now, these crabs are not big enough to be able to eat. You know I mean? You're, you're not going to get any meat off of them. But crabs that are a little bit smaller, you, you can put them on a hook, throw them out in the channel, and those drums... Those reds, they love, they will come right through and suck up one of those small crabs. And I was trying to show one of the snowbirds. I was like, hey, this is what you got to do. And he was like, there's no way you can get that hook through the shell of the crab. And I got cocky. I did. This crab caught me slipping big time. Because, you know, he was one of the smaller crabs. And... I, I was like, oh, I can grab him on the back. His his claws won't be able to get me. And I picked up this little mother effer, and he lit my world up. If you go to my Twitter page, Facebook, Instagram, just search Tuttle, you can see the picture because he gigged me pretty hard. 
Like, I was bleeding. And it's funny because when you look at one of those small crabs, you're like, there's no way he can pinch me. But I got to tell you, when they first latch onto you, you're like, is this thing ever going to let me go? And I looked, I, I really did. I, I looked like a complete idiot. And then I got pissed. I went up to the fifth wheel and I got a, I got a pair of channel locks. And I was like, you know what? Screw this. And I know a lot of you PETA people are probably like, cool, that's mean, whatever. I took both of his claws off with the channel lock, and then I hooked him and threw him out there. And the dude ended up catching a drum off of it. But, man, that crap, my finger is throbbing right now. And that was almost six hours ago when it happened. And I, I went and disinfected it, alcohol, peroxide, all that stuff. But I looked like a complete jobber when I, when I was trying to be a badass and picked up that crab and he effed my world up. If you've been listening to this podcast for any amount of time, I've talked about this. If, if it was not for what I do I would not be on social media. I, I don't even think you guys realize what social media has ruined in my life. Uh, when, when things got really, really bad, when I was married and, and I was no longer on the Bubba the Love Sponge show, I'm not talking about the last time, but I would say early, like, 2010s, maybe like 2012, uh, a lot of the BA or, or whoever it may be, I guess they, they didn't appreciate the things I was saying. And, and I was a complete dick. But social media, man, they hounded the hell out of my wife. They doxed me. They, they were, like, leaving voice messages and, and videos talking about how to find me, where I lived at. My, my wife did not appreciate that. But... I kind of have a love-hate relationship with social media. And I, 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 I find it really ridiculous how none of these people can come up with anything original. You know, for the longest time, everybody's, oh, MySpace, MySpace is the best, MySpace is this. And you got to realize that that place, nobody goes there anymore. And, and I, I feel like social media has hit this, like, rev limiter this restrictor plate when it comes to new ideas because it just seems like all of these social media platforms are just ripping each other off i mean so twitter twitter had hashtags for the longest time and then facebook stole that idea they started using hashtags and then they went away from it and then facebook or I don't even know who it was for. It might have been Instagram first that had the stories. And then Facebook went with the stories. And now Twitter has the fleets. And now Snapchat is going the way of TikTok now. So you can leave up all those type of videos as well too. And it really, really seems like TikTok is the pinnacle right now. When it comes to all the social media platforms. But... It's not like anybody on TikTok is creative anymore. It's like somebody will start a trend. Everybody else will copy that trend and keep going on and on and on. 
there's so many people on TikTok that are just reposting and repurposing videos that they find. And they're getting like thousands, six figures when it comes to views and favorites. And it's like, it's frustrating. It really, really is because, you know, and and I don't want you to think like I'm bitching or, or complaining, but you got a person like me that does an hour of content every single day for you. And then some of these people just get up there and like women, if you are a semi-attractive woman on TikTok, you are going to gain followers. It's just plain and simple. There is a formula now and you got to be careful. Because you never know how old these girls are. And, and it makes me feel weird as hell sometimes seeing some of these videos of some of the stuff that they're doing. And I get it. I'm not being that old guy, stick in the mud type person. It's like, oh, these young people should not be twerking on TikTok. No. But you also got to understand there's got to be a lot of pedophiles that are on TikTok. It's just, it, you know that there is. It, it's just, I mean, just the laws of attraction, uh, percentages, you know that there is. And it's just really, really weird how they are all just ripping each other off and nobody can come up with any new ideas. And I don't understand, like, for example, Instagram was the first one to do stories. Why did they not trademark that? Now Twitter, Facebook, everybody's doing it. Now Snapchat is ripping off TikTok. And it's like, God damn it, people. I'm working my ass off every single day to bet all content. And these people are just ripping each other off. So, yes, that is an old man rant from me, Tuttle. And God damn it. 41. I, I, I sound like a goddamn old man. Either, anyways, my voice is about to go. Gonna take a quick break. When I come back, I got a great interview right after the commercials. You are listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. From the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp. Man, maybe I would have way more sex partners in my life if I just threw caution to the wind. It's the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Tuttle's Daily Podcast is brought to you by StitchYouUp.com. For your embroidery, screen printing, vinyl, and direct-to-garment printing needs, visit StitchYouUp.com. StitchYouUp specializes in custom caps, shirts, decals, and anything you want to personalize. Whether it's one item or large orders, they can handle any size. Unsure about what you want? Let Stitch You Up help you with your logo design. Visit stitchyouup.com or contact them, eric at stitchyouup.com. Stitch You Up, definitely not your grandma's embroidery. Welcome back to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. This is an interview that I, I, I wanted to talk about a lot because here living in central Florida, uh, a lot of people don't realize that we do not have a sales tax in the state of Florida. Like we we don't get charged a, a sales tax here. But what is very, very important is the service industry 
in the state of Florida. And, and I wanted to bring my next guest on because uh, my producer, Vulture, was telling me a lot about him. Uh, and Ainsley, uh, now l- let me make sure that I don't look like a complete jackass. How do you pronounce your name? I want to make sure I get it correct. Yeah, you got it totally right. Ainsley is correct. Ainsley. Now, yeah. Ainsley, so tell people a little bit about yourself before we get into the interview. Like, where are you located? Where did you grow up? What are you doing now? And what are your future goals? Yeah, um, I'm quickly just going to sidetrack real quick because you just talked about state tax. I think yeah. it's quite well documented that Florida has no state tax because you have yeah. Tom Brady coming down there now and a lot of... <laughs> People retiring that way. <laughs> no, Especially but with- but, but Ansley, though, a lot of people do not realize that, you know, yes, it's great in the state of Florida that we do not have a state income tax, but it is based on people coming here and spending money. Now, with with the pandemic going on and not a lot of people coming to the state of Florida, we are going to be so underfunded when it comes to the next budget at the, in the state of Florida. Yeah, you're kind of trapped in the wheels of capitalism there, aren't you? I mean, you have yeah. to s- spend money to make money. That's kind of the motto you have. Now, so, so you bring that up. So where are you right now? Uh, two questions. Where are you at right now? And where did you grow up? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm supposedly still living in Stockholm in Sweden, mm-hmm. but uh, my girlfriend has land up here in Dalarna in Mora, which I don't know how far north specifically. I might be the mm-hmm. most northerly guest you have had. I'm not sure. Um, uh, I've had somebody from Iceland. Is Iceland uh, more north? I don't know. Probably. I would say so. No, um, I, uh, but I, I have I have had somebody from Iceland on my show uh, from Reykjavik. Oh, Reykjavik, that's cool. Yeah. Now, so where are you at right now, though? Um, so now I'm just literally walking laps around the farm in Mora in Dalarna. Um, uh, so wait, but- wait, wait, wait. So ex- explain to people because you and and I'm not saying. Uh, anything bad about my American brethren, but I just want to make sure that they understand so they get the idea in case they want to look up where you're from. Uh, so say that again. So if you if you take a pin um, and you got Sweden on the map and you yeah. just put it right in the middle, you try to like, if you try really hard to examine the top and the bottom and you stick it in the middle, if you just bring it down a fingernail, you're probably okay. just about right. Just Just a little more to the left. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, yeah. So I get I gotta ask this, okay? Because Americans, yeah. we we are we're very superficial in in the United States. But uh, everybody, when you hear about Sweden, you you hear about the women, you know, the blonde headed women, beautiful. Is is that true, or or is that just a stereotype that Americans like to have? I mean, I I kind of work in the tourist industry. I deal with Americans all the time. And they always come in. They like to buy stuff. So I always find them wearing these like plastic, shitty, like Viking helmets that they're wearing with these fake uh, plastic so, so they go. So they go. They go stereotypical American, like with the Mickey Mouse ears. We're gonna walk in with the Viking helmets. You know what, though? You know, sometimes I'm embarrassed 
of how Americans act when they go outside of the country because they they feed into so many of the stereotypes, in my opinion. I mean, do, yeah. do you see that? There's some, but the thing is, people that tend to come to Sweden are, are kind of coming for a kind of more of an open mind concept. They're not coming to have some sort of hot vacation in Belize or Kaikolka or anything like that. They're coming here to supposedly learn a little bit more about other cultures. So I tend to meet a lot more open-minded people. Um, mm -hmm. Most of the time they, they are ashamed of their brethren too. Um, uh -huh. You get the, the occasional, but I mean, it, it's really useful having the American culture here because uh, the stereotypical Swedish person is very reclusive and very shy. They don't normally okay, make the first so, move. So, so you bring up a great point. Like, you know, you're in the service industry, you work in a business. Um, how important is American tourism to your country? Bars vary, um, especially where, where I was working. I mean, now I don't have a job now because of COVID. I lost yeah. it like two weeks ago. But I just Dude, go back I'm sorry to hear that, man. I, and, 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 you know, like a lot of people, uh, you know, a lot of people, this, this 2020 has just been so weird. And, and I, I don't believe in karma. I don't believe in dates because, you know, I, I've seen so many people say, oh, well, I can't wait for 2020 to be over with. And I'm like, so what? Do you think on December 31st, 2020, that everything's going to mysteriously get better? No. I mean, what if this is just the start and it's not a bad year? It's just the start of a bad decade. And, and the, the fact that we're living in continuous change, there's nothing that is con constant in life. If you understand that, um, I, I read a little bit about philosophy and one of my favorite quotes is, yeah. no man can step in the same river twice because he's not the same man and it's not the same river. You can yeah. just continuous, continuous flux. Um, so to say to go back to a normality is no is nonsense. There was no n normality beforehand. There was the regularity, which is what mm. we're used to in society. And I'm not entirely sure we're going to ever return to that. But something similar would be nice. Now, Ainsley, um, for Americans that don't understand, can can you kind of explain a little bit of what the government is like in Sweden, like? You know, like what is like because here in America, like we have the three branches of government. We got the uh, the presidential, uh, or I mean, the executive, the judicial, the and the legislation. Okay. Uh, legislative. Uh, how does it work in 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 Sweden? Um, I'm not entirely entirely like well versed in government. I mean, I've lived here for five years, but from my understanding, it's but not it's a too democracy, party. though, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, and it's such, but the, the democracy is such a broad term because in the States, you consider yourselves a democracy, a great democracy. Biden keeps pushing that forward, but yeah. you still are a two-party system. We have many parties. You just need to get above 4% of the general vote and you um, can basically be in the House or the Senate or whatever. Um, there's, a, there's a very left-wing party called Venstrepartiet, which is the left party. Yeah. They openly say they're, they're left-wing. They don't call themselves communists. A lot, of, a lot of the sects from that will say that. But they have about 10% of the vote. So they have a couple seats like within parliament. Um, so they get to vote on like certain issues. So you have a, basically a representation of every voice you want. You have a Green Party. You have a left wing. You have a central uh, liberal party. Uh, um, the moderate, which is like the slightly conservative. Then you have the populist parties. So everyone kind of has their own little decisions, but then you can consider 
maybe government doesn't always go the way that you had voted it to because you have everyone's sticking their noses in wanting different legislations oh, all the time, you know? Now, 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 Ainsley, I, I want to get into, and I, I don't want people to think I'm trying to get all political and, and too serious. Now, you work in the service industry. Um, now, correct me if I'm wrong, you, you've worked with a lot of bar businesses and, and stuff, correct? Yeah, my first job was a tiki bar. As you know, in the States, tiki is a, is yeah. a culture. Um, so that, that kind of gives you an example as to how applied American culture is in Sweden. Um, but yeah, I've gone from tiki bars to hotels to I'm now in like a classic Swedish restaurant that's been there since 1908. So I've worked in a lot of different styles of venues. Yeah. How has, how has COVID affected you because you're working in a business where a lot of people are are going to be in groups people are going to be together people are going to be around each other um i'm sure this has had to be be really really tough you know because us as americans we we only think about the problems that we are having to deal with right now but there's so many other countries dealing with that right now um did you did, have the businesses that you've been working with, have they completely shut down or have they just laid people off? Well, if we go back to when COVID entered Europe, which was straight into Italy, a couple yeah. of days later, ended up in Sweden and the UK. We've had COVID in Sweden since February. I think a lot before uh, America. Um, so we've, we've had it for a long time. Um, We've never had any laws in place. We've had recommendations and suggestions from the government. It's only recently we've actually had laws put in place because um, we've been working on this herd immunity. So oh, you that, go out. that's never yeah. going to work. Whoever, whoever, like, I mean, the death toll is always going to be so high, even though COVID's not as deadly as other pandemic. For you to be able to get herd immunity, you got, I mean, there's, there's the death toll is just going to be too great, in my opinion. It did end up that way, but the issue is that the reason it ended up that way, it ended in it started up in the care, it got into care homes really fast. It spread amongst the elderly, um, and that was not something that was foreseen in statistics beforehand. And we also any deaths that basically happen in Sweden, we automatically say it's corona until proven otherwise. So we're like registering much higher numbers. So when you see a statistic on a graph and you see that Sweden is doing terribly compared to other Nordic countries. Okay. It's, yeah. No, 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 no. I, I, I get exactly what you, what, what you're trying to say, but yeah. you know, I, I, I don't think people realize, um, the secondary deaths, the third, the third, you know, because like, there's a lot of people that are not going to the hospital right now because they do not want it because Everybody thinks of hospitals like uh, it's a place where everybody that's sick goes to. So people don't go to the hospital for those aches and pains or those little things. Uh, like here in the United States, I forgot what the true number was, but it was a couple hundred thousand more excess deaths. Like, and, and I'm not just talking about the 200 or so that we have here in the United States. They're talking maybe four or five hundred thousand extra, five hundred thousand extra deaths here in the United States alone. And yes, yeah, some people might not die of COVID, but it's COVID related in some way, if that makes sense. 
yeah, I mean, if it's not you, it's just someone next to you. But the interesting part is who, I don't know about the states, but who who's more infected, affected in the long run economically? Is it the person or the, the government? Because you don't have a health system in place like we do here in Europe. No, no. And, and, and I agree with you there. Like, um, I think the spending that our government here in the United States, I mean, this is like astronomically higher of the amount of money that our government has spent just throwing out money left and right. And we're never, ever going to be able to pay any of that back. It, it's, it's just not going to happen. Um, and, and I do agree because here in America, um, I would say we're one of the most freest countries in the world. And, and sometimes we are so free. And I know a lot of Americans are going to hate me for saying this is that we are almost afforded too many freedoms because we're talking about a pandemic right now. And why would mask, why would wearing a mask or not wearing a mask become a political debate? And that's, that's, that's the point that we're at right now in our country. Yeah. It's interesting that, um, the concept of freedom in the States, because in a lot of ways it's very true. Um, I, I, I don't know so much about your long history, but it's very anti-government and more Republic and more, we yeah. can all be entrepreneurs and such, which is a great concept. Um, but when you look at uh, the people living in the projects outside Brooklyn or New York or LA and the crack epi- epidemic of the eighties and yes. stuff, and a lot of people that just, they, they are, they are doing hand to mouth and it's like, mm. it's not really considered freedom because they need to feed no. themselves. They need the budget. So Angela, Angela, yeah. Angela, like you're, you're preaching to the choir right now. I, I, yeah, get, right? I get a lot of, I get a lot of hate with it because what I've been trying to tell people for so long in this country is that are we really, really free? Because the, the, the politicians that we're electing nowadays, uh, they're, they're not there for us. You know, our, our government is supposed to be for the people, by the people. But these politicians we have in place right now, they are beholden to the lobbyists, the people that put money in their pockets to get elected. And they're going to take care of those people before they take care of us. And and I think something seriously does need to be changed uh, because I see my country, the country that I love, going down a very dark, dark path. It, it was a really sad month, um, Jeremy Corbyn, when he lost uh, the election in the UK the same month as Bernie Sanders was not elected as a Democratic nominee. Yeah. And I just thought it's a real setback for progressives. Um, no. And that's the thing about it is that you want to know why they do not want Bernie Sanders in there is because all the other politicians and 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 the only thing that the Republicans and the Democrats can can agree on is we do not want an outsider. We do not want an outsider coming in and ruining our cash cow, our our way of making money that we've been getting away with forever. And that's why he's been screwed twice now twice now of being the democratic uh nominate nomination he's not good for your ponzi scheme man there's nothing behind your money oh, <laughs> dude, gonna talk I, <laughs> I could sit here and talk to you forever uh Ainsley, yeah, you, but, too. you too you know be, but but see that's the thing about it is you know we we talk about here in america how 
we are so free, but we we really are not, though, Ainsley. We're we're not because I can almost guarantee you right now this conversation that me and you are having right now. I'm I'm most likely will lose a lot of subscribers. I will lose <laughs> yeah. a lot of people because they don't agree with what I have to say. And 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 I've always had this opinion. I don't care what you think. As long as you're not affecting me physically or keeping me from doing what I want to do, I don't give a damn what you're doing with your life. I actually have to be honest that if it was me as the listener and this was another person speaking, I probably would have tuned off too. I actually find uh, like far right wing things much more interesting, like most people do. I'm a big fan of Alex Jones, for example. I love listening to that guy rant no, about gay no, frogs. No, but listen, <laughs> I, okay, so I'm I'm kind of torn. When it comes to Alex Jones, okay, me yeah. being because, because I have twenty two years of radio broadcasting experience, okay, and mm. the free freedom of speech, absolute freedom of speech, is the most important thing in my life. It it, it is, and and now I know you can't go and you can't spread lies or defame people, or you can't go into a movie theater. And yell, oh, oh, there's a fire, and a bunch of people get stampeded, and then somebody dies. No, uh, but but what I'm trying to say is that I don't, I I I don't, I believe in absolute no censorship, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. And and, and but do I agree with everything that Alex Jones says? No, I think I've worked in radio long enough, and and I know the behind the scenes stuff. I I think Alex Jones says a lot of stuff that is outrageous to get attention, and I'm guilty of it. I have done the same exact thing, but I I will always support Alex Jones's right to be able to say what he's saying. Yeah, me too. I think it's important that he gets the word out, no matter how incorrect or correct the word is because i like critical thinkers too that's my thing i like i mean you can be on either side if you have a, an interesting theory i will give it a thought i mean one of my best friends when i first moved here is a flat earther i don't see many uh, of them anymore. Dude, i get you know what dude i already know like i'm i gotta have you on the show again because the yeah. very next question i was about to ask you is about flat earthers and uh i had one on on recently and it's the most popular video that I've had on my YouTube channel. Like, seriously, these flat earthers. And, and you want to know how I went about the interview? Because I, I could have been a dick. I could have gone in and just argued him tooth or nail. But I was like, because I, I watched a lot of flat earther interviews. And I was like, these people have an answer for everything. So I'm just going to ask him the question. I want to hear what he has to say. And it was such an amazing interview. I bet. It was and great. I mean, yeah. I, the thing is, like, I was uh, on a Reddit thread at one point, and there's a guy who keeps posting to these podcasts and communities called Mantles. I'm going to give him a shout out because yeah. he, he's very much uh, like a meninist. He's, he's pro-men. Uh, I wouldn't say so much anti-women. Yeah. He just thinks that men issues are things which have been licked over in society. And yeah. I don't agree. I don't disagree. I think everyone's issues is as important as, as the next. And there's been some, there's been a lot of minorities which have been stampled over, which we should tend to first. But everyone in these communities was saying like, we would never have you on a podcast. You're offensive to women everywhere. You're incorrect or whatever, whatever. And I'm oh, like, you haven't even heard. Me up. I want him on my show immediately. Like I said, you haven't even heard what he has to say yet. It's like he could, 
he could be totally fine. Um, but the, the point is, I was arguing for him. And they said, like, I'm not, everyone, people, people were saying, I'm not going to give him on my platform. You can't give these people a voice. You can't give them a platform. No one's going to listen. You're going to start alienating your listeners. And I just said, enjoy your vanilla podcasts then. I don't want that. I don't want to hear that stuff. The same people every week saying the same stuff. But Ansley, Ansley, here, I, and I got to give you a heads up. And if I'm just being honest, today is my, I, I, today is my birthday. I, I got a, I, Ansley, I got a new uh, uh, woman that I met that I'm hanging out with. So, but um, I, I got to tell you, I've enjoyed this interview and I, 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 I want to talk to you some more. Um, because I, I find you very brilliant, but I think, uh, when it comes to guy codes, you got to understand, you know, like, if it, you know, it's my birthday and, and, uh, I'm hanging out with a new girl and stuff. Uh, I don't want to like go too long here because I don't want to mess up my deal. If you understand what I'm saying, Ansley. It was my birthday yesterday, actually. Oh, <laughs> so, right. that's so you're, you were born on the 23rd. Yeah. 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 I, I'm 24th. Like, how often does your birthday fall in? Well, see, I always forget about this. This is this is so American. I was like, oh, when does your birthday fall on Thanksgiving? And I'm like, uh, dummy, only Americans <laughs> celebrate Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, good point. I never thought about that. But uh, but no, what Anthony, like, I seriously have thoroughly enjoyed this interview. Um and and I want to talk to you some more, and I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to my producer about having you on. But uh, Ansley, tell people if they want to be able to check you out, where can they find you? Uh, so as it stands right now, I have a podcast called Reject and Serve. We mainly do comedic take on bartending. Um, you know, look, imagine this guest who came in, how stupid they were, or it's like, what kind of drink is this? Blah blah blah, kind of banter. Um, satire stuff you can find that on rejectandserve.buzzsprout.com um, we also do a Dungeons and Dragons campaign um, oh hell YouTube. yeah count me in on that one god damn so we, we, are, we actually do a recorded a campaign unscripted obviously it's D&D and then mm-hmm. I add sound effects uh, music background stuff I actually hire voice actors in and create a real immersive environment um, I don't have any visuals for it. It's just so a Dungeons and so Dungeons and Dragons. What did you think of the movie they did in the early two thousands uh, about Dungeons Dungeons and Dragons? Because I loved it. I liked that movie. Yeah. The the funny part is, I mean, I got into Dungeons and Dragons not that long ago. I'm a total noob. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You can hear it throughout, which is which is perfect for the dynamic because the DM is very very into D D and D. And says so my co-host, so I'm like the new guy, and it helps people that have never been in D and D to hear them teaching me as we go along. So I can't say I'm too adverse, but I have been watching Game Over on Netflix, which has got a D and D section. Oh, hey, it's if you're cool. if you're talking about Netflix, do yourself a favor uh, and give it two episodes. Uh, have you watched The Queen's Gambit yet? No, I know it's on there, but uh, oh. I can get to it. Dude, one of the best dramas I've seen in a really, really long time. Are you? Are you? Um, did you ever watch uh, the M Night Shyamalan movie Split or Glass? No, but I played Cards Against Humanity, and his name pops up all the time, and yeah, I have no idea um, what they're talking about. <laughs> just, just do yourself a favor and watch uh, uh, the Queen's Gambit. I think you'll like it. So, Ansley, 
Um, I'm going to tell my producer to keep in touch with you because I want to start making you uh, a reoccurring guest if you're interested because I uh, I thoroughly enjoyed this conversation with you. Yeah, we didn't even get into immigration and other stuff. I have a lot more less progressive things to talk about, actually. In fact, some stuff which you can consider conservative Republican. So I'm game to come back and actually level the playing field next time. We can yeah, do that no, with the script. Listen. I I always want you to know, like, no matter what, even if you come on the show and we have opposing opinions, I'm always gonna respect your opinion. I mean, I'm not I'm not gonna like go into name calling and stuff like that. And that's 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 how I want my America to be. I want to be able to voice my opinion. I want the opposite side to be able to voice their opinion, and we still get along with each other. And that's the thing that that to me is uh, the perfect concept of freedom. If you were to have any sort of topic over this entire com- conversation we've had, it would be concept of freedom. I know it's no, a Hegelian no, thought, but for sure. And I mean, I mean, that is how I've always looked at it. Because as long as you're not, and uh, I, you know what, I, I, I do have to go because I got, I almost jumped into something else that would have led to another 15 minutes. But, uh, <laughs> exactly. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll send I'll send loads of links uh, to whichever uh, way uh, I can contact yeah, you, and you can send it to my producer, Volser. But uh, Ansley, I I thoroughly enjoyed this conversation, my friend. Yeah, me too. Uh, didn't even get started, so I'm I'm excited to do this again whenever. All right, man. Sure. You have a wonderful day. Okay. You too, man. Don't get sunburned. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Bye. for today. Thanks for listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, don't be a dickhead. Do us a favor. Like, share, and subscribe to the show. Also, check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. The Tuttle Daily Podcast is brought to you by the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp. You want some cool-ass sunglasses? Check out vaporshades.com. Also brought to you by stitchyouup.com, pocketpairclub.com, Special thanks to show intern Hannah and Charlie Alamo for their contributions. Additional imaging and production is provided by CCA Productions. Facebook.com slash CCA Productions presents. Show voiceover service is brought to you by jcvoiceover.com. That guy's got a damn sexy voice. You should hire him. Check out jcvoiceover.com. If you want to help support the show, go to paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. Comments? concerns or do you just want to let tuttle know he's being a dickhead tuttle at gmail.com that's tuttle with two d's at gmail.com to follow all of tuttle's social media go to tuttle.net thanks again for all your support and we'll see you tomorrow on the tuttle daily podcast hey yo terry fuck going on